You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode number 40. How do you know if it's the right time to invest in a new website design? Have you ever considered investing in branding or website design, but you aren't sure if your blog is ready? In this episode, I'm going to share a few signs that it might be time to invest in a new website design for your blog and how you can get started in that process. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience. But building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Hey y'all, I am so excited that you're joining me today. Today is episode number 40. I just can't even believe that. It was almost exactly a year ago that I decided to start this podcast, and I have to say that it is one of the best decisions that I have made for my business. I love getting feedback from my listeners, and it's also so nice to have a consistent method and schedule for creating content for my business. Now, if you're new here, let me introduce myself real quick, because if you are anything like me, you probably skip past the pre-recorded introduction. My name is Madison Weatherill, and I am a food blogger turned web designer. I specialize in custom branding and web design for food bloggers because I know how important a strategic and beautiful website is to connecting with your audience. And that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. I wanted to dig into a few signs that it's time to redesign your website. My web design clients often come to me at totally different phases in their business. I've worked with bloggers who are starting a brand new second blog, all the way up to clients who have 1 million page views per month. So because they're all at very different stages of their business, the reasons for redesigning their website can vary, but there are often some common themes that come about when I ask why they are wanting to redesign their website. And so I wanted to share those with you today so you can really have an idea of whether or not it is the right time to redesign your website. So the first reason that I hear from people is a lack of consistency. I hear this from clients who have DIY'd their branding along the way or clients who may have purchased just a logo at some point and they have tried to expand that logo to fit all of their needs for their branding. So they've often pulled things together and they feel like it's been good enough until it's not anymore. So if you feel like your branding varies from your Pinterest templates to your business card design and then your website is a whole different story, then this could be the reason that a new website design and branding is the right option for you. The second reason that I hear from clients is that they're looking for advanced features or customizations that aren't possible with a pre-made theme. Now, this can vary again from client to client, but often this is things like a custom recipe index, something on the single post that is sort of like a recipe at a glance, and it could also be things like custom recipe filtering or the dietary icons that you see on a lot of sites these days. This really can vary, but often it comes down to wanting things that are not usually standard in a pre-made Genesis child theme. They're really looking for a developer to come alongside them and make a strategy and then implement the strategy that they have come up with together. 
The next reason is one of my favorite reasons because this is they're looking for a more well thought out reader journey through their website. The way that I like to think about this is you really have to get in the mind of the person that is coming to your website. They probably landed on your random recipe, either through Google or through Pinterest, and you have to figure out how you want them to navigate through your website. Most people are going to land on your homepage if they're kind of trying to check things out and see what is going on, but that's really where the strategy becomes really important because you really want to think about what someone should experience when they go to your homepage and what is really going to capture them. And so a lot of clients report that they are looking for a way to make sure that the reader experience is there and that it's really thought out and strategic. Now, this kind of goes hand in hand with that example, but the next reason that people come to me for custom web design is they're looking for a better user experience. They know that maybe their recipes are hard to find or that they have a lot of different content and they really want to make sure that they're putting the right content in front of their readers. They really want to make sure that their readers enjoy the experience of browsing through their content or can easily find the type of recipes that they are looking for on either their homepage or their recipe index or just an overall good experience using their website. Now, the last major reason that people will usually come to me looking for a custom website is that they are having issues with their site speed. So if you have followed all of the advice of different Facebook groups or podcasts that are talking about how to make your site run faster, you've changed your hosting to be a more robust and fast hosting company, you have installed an image optimization plugin, you have used a plugin like WP Rocket to make sure that your website is running smoothly, and you still find that your scores are really low when you run them through Google PageSpeed Insights, then it might be time to move away from a pre-made theme and to really make something custom. So I want to explain this a little bit more because I feel like this is something that is a little bit confusing for some people. So with a pre-made theme, you have to remember that that theme is being designed for the masses to use. So a theme designer is creating something that they know many people are going to use and benefit from certain features. But the problem that comes with that is that you can often have a lot of extra coding and sort of bloating that comes from using too much coding on your site. Now, this is an example of a client who I helped move to a Genesis theme. About a year ago, I met her at Everything Food Conference last year, and she was actually staying with me in the same Airbnb that we were staying at. And she was talking about how much she was struggling with her website. And I said, I can just take a look at it and just kind of see what you're working with. Well, it turns out that she was working with a page builder. And the reason that that was so dangerous for her site speed and just for her overall site health is that she had basically 10 times the amount of coding on her site that she needed. So to give you a rough example of this, a lot of the sites that use Genesis themes specifically might have about 3,000 lines of coding. That might seem like a lot, but this particular site had over 30,000 lines of coding. I can't even tell you how big my eyes were when I saw that, and just knowing how many additional features that she had on this theme that she wasn't using, it was no wonder that her page speed score was well below what it should have been. 
And so if you are finding that your page speed is just not as fast as it should be and you've done all of the things that you have been told to do, then it could be that your theme has too much for you. The benefit of working with a designer for a custom theme when it comes to site speed is that we are going to make sure that your site has exactly what it needs to have. And in general, it's not going to have a ton of features and additional coding that you don't need. So you're not going to get the error on your page speed insights that says that you have unused CSS, you're not going to have crazy page load times because of additional coding and features that you don't need. And depending on the developer or designer that you work with, if you work with someone who has knowledge of SEO and site speed, you're going to be able to rest easily knowing that your site is designed to run the best way that it can for both site speed and SEO. Now, I want to mention that that's something you need to be really careful of because a lot of designers or developers might say that they know something about SEO or that they are going to do the best practices for SEO, but you really want to weigh that against maybe the industry experts or get a little bit more information about what they do because just plugging in your brand's keywords into Yoast is not enough when we're talking about designing for SEO and making sure that your site is SEO friendly. You really want to make sure that when someone says that they are designing for SEO, that they really have the knowledge and that they have worked with industry experts to make sure that they know what is the best practice. Another reason that people might turn to a redesign for their website is that they are looking to increase traffic. And this is really a twofold answer. So on the surface level, redesigning your website is not necessarily going to increase traffic. It is not going to send a signal to Google that is going to automatically raise you in the rankings and get you more traffic. However, having a strategically designed website can help increase your traffic in terms of the audience that is already coming to your website. If you think about the audience that you already have, imagine if you were able to get their average amount of pages that they're viewing to go from 1 to 1.4 or even 2. That's a big jump, but the point is that when you design your website with your audience in mind and you really think through what that reader journey is through your website, you are going to naturally be able to increase your traffic. It's not going to be that you increase your SEO traffic or your traffic from Pinterest, but it's it's going to be a strategy for increasing the page views that come from the people who are already on your website. The idea is that you want to get those people to dig into your content deeper. And so you want to figure out what makes the most sense for your content in order to get people to dig around more, hopefully join your email list. And then again, you're going to be able to increase that traffic to your website because you're sending emails to more people. So it's kind of a roundabout way of increasing traffic, but I want to make it very clear that redesigning your website by default isn't going to increase your traffic in terms of SEO, but there are a lot of benefits when you work with someone who is really going to think through that strategically and really have a plan for how someone should move through your content. This is again one of those reasons why I say it's really important to work with someone who understands SEO. I have personally spoken with a couple of different SEO experts in the industry to either review certain parts of my process or just to ask and get an idea of what I need to be making sure that I am doing. It would be really easy for me to assume that I know what is the best practice for SEO because I have been a blogger for many years and I've been in the industry for many years, but I choose to defer to the experts in the industry to make sure that I know what is the best practice right now. And not just assuming that I know because I know what best practice for the 
blog post itself might be. So I have been able to adjust my process slightly based on the feedback that I have gotten from different SEO experts. The last tip that I want to give you for how to figure out if it's the right time to redesign is I want you to really evaluate whether or not you have the time to spend on this. Now this is going to depend on what kind of designer you work with, but I can speak for myself and my own process and my process is designed to be very collaborative. I do not consider this to be a process where you hand this off to me and it is completely off your plate. And I don't say that to scare you into thinking that this is a huge time commitment, but I do want to at least mention this because I have spoken to clients who truly do need a full website redesign, but they are not in the space right now where they have the capacity to do the work. Now, the work is going to depend on every situation and every website is going to be a little bit different, but in general, you need to be able to give the mental space to review your designs from your designer, to give feedback, and possibly to make changes to your website, like reorganizing your categories or potentially adding things like your category description. These things don't take a lot of time necessarily, but depending on how much content you have, that time can add up. And it's just a realistic thing to be thinking about how much time is going to be needed from you. Now, for me personally, my web design process is anywhere from six to eight weeks. So there is ample time to give feedback and to do that work. But again, I just want to mention it because I know that sometimes it's just not a good season for working on a big project like your website, but you have to really weigh the importance of getting these things done, like the consistency and page speed specifically, because those are going to have a lot of benefits for your blog going forward, but you need to be able to dedicate a little bit of time at least to give feedback to your designer. So if while you have been listening to this episode, if even one of these ideas has stuck out to you and has been a reason that you have considered redesigning your website, I would love for you to reach out and let's just have a conversation about whether we would be a good fit to work together. I'm often booking a few months out for my custom website projects and branding projects at this point, so I would really love to have a conversation sooner rather than later to just see if we are a good fit and even if it's not the right time right now, at least you will have the information going forward for what it would be like to work together and really giving your readers a customized experience. So if you are interested in learning more about my packages and learning more about how I work together with clients, I would love for you to head over to graceandvinestudios.com, click on the services tab to see my different packages and figure out which one would be the right fit for you. If you go on any of those forms, you'll also see a place for you to schedule a call for us to chat. And I will also make sure to put those links in the show notes as well. So if you are curious about what it would be like to work together, feel free to reach out and schedule your call so that we can figure out a game plan for your website and how we can make the most impact in a redesign for your audience. So again, you can go to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to learn more. If you have any questions about the web design process or whether or not it is the right time for you, please get in touch. I promise that it will not be a big sales pitch and I will genuinely help you figure out if it is the right time or if a smaller package would be the right fit for you right now. I'm really excited for the next handful of episodes. I'm going to be covering some different topics and I think they're going to be really helpful for you as you move into the end of the year and really start to wind down this year for your blog. I think the next couple of episodes are going to give you some really actionable stuff that you can work on and implement in your blog right away. So until then, I will talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.